Hey, what's good, y'all? It's C. Will, and this is the Passive Income Network. On this podcast, we talk about investing in assets that produce passive income. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a comment and say, what's good? On this episode, we have a special podcast feature with Chris, the CEO of Affinity. Let's bring him on. What's good, Chris? Hey, what's going on, C. Will? Appreciate you having me here today. Most definitely. I'm happy to have you on. I've been seeing you all around on Twitter, making some waves. So it's good that we got to connect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're excited to be here. We're excited for the for the new adventure moving into, uh, you know, bigger and better things uh, that we'll absolutely be talking about today. So much appreciated. For sure. Excellent. All right. So let, let's start with let's give the people an introduction of who you are and, and what's your role right now. Yeah. So uh, we're. Like you said, I'm the CEO of Affinity Innovations, uh, which is a corporation set up out of Delaware, but we're based in uh, Massachusetts. And uh, our entire team is here in Massachusetts, uh, with the exception of Zach, who is our CMO. He's uh, just a little bit north of us here in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, So we are a token uh, blockchain development company on the BSC right now, uh, currently in development of about four or five different uh, applications and products. Um, Adapt, which is our flagship, is live right now. Uh, but to back up a little bit and give a little bit more background on where we came from and who we are as individuals, um, myself, I am a 22-year retired veteran of the Air Force. Um, I have uh, my COO, who is a, I believe, seven or eight-year uh, veteran of the Navy. Uh, our CFO, Chris, is uh, a Marine vet. And Zach, who is our CMO, is a army vet uh so we've we've all done our time uh serving our country in different in different ways uh i'm happy to have a team full of uh, of veterans that makes me very excited but you know aside from that uh when we decided to set this up one big thing that was extremely important to us was uh creating a, a technology uh company that was specifically focused on blockchain technology that would help integrate and, and uh, onboard people into this space in an easier, more secure way. Okay. Uh, that was that was our, our primary focus on standing this uh, this company up and moving forward with all our applications. Uh, you know, being in in crypto and being in DeFi uh, for a number of years and being in technology for a number of decades, mm-hmm. uh, I've I've seen things happen that just it, it needed to change, and and not only for security reasons, uh, but also for ease of use, if we're ever going to be looking for mass adoption um, and and gain that that credibility that crypto really deserves, uh, better tools need to be designed. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> There's some work for mass adoption right now. So yes. you say BSC. Let's break that down. Binance Smart Chain, and that's uh, where you guys have started. Um, correct. I'm correct. Can you talk about why you chose uh, Binance Smart Chain and um, a little bit about any of your highlights that the audience should know about? Yeah. Uh, so I'll back it up a little bit again from, uh, from the beginning with why we chose Binance and, and how that really got going. Um, I had a conversation with uh, who is now the, the CFO and the COO, uh, Paul and Chris. We used to work together for a defense contractor. Uh, okay. And as we were, uh, you know, dabbling in, in a lot of different aspects of, of crypto and DeFi, uh, we've seen, again, some things that were, were not right. And, uh, you know, we tried to work with other companies and see if we could make things happen. 
uh, that didn't play out. So we said, you know what, let's go out and, and do things on our own. Like, you know, uh, any, anybody else that's a, uh, a good entrepreneur should do is, is just take the, the bull by the horns and get running with it. Uh, so we, we seen things that need to happen. We said, let's do it. Then if, if nobody else wants to bring it to market, we will. Um, so we really kind of, uh, brought the use case, uh, adapt, which we'll talk about here in a bit, a minute, um, uh, was, was the first brainchild. And then we were trying to decide how do we bring that to market? Uh, finding a smart chain, uh, as, as you probably know is a, a very very fast growing and it has been a, a quickly growing blockchain for the last two or three years um, yep. especially with the uh, the smart contracts and, and tokens and everything else going on uh, second only to ethereum uh, so we decided that was probably the best place to set up that's going to have the the biggest growth opportunity to reach the largest audience um that is also open to uh newer and and more innovative things binance um, is also the largest exchange too for the audience out correct. there yeah so they have a gigantic market share and then a shout out to cz he was <laughs> big in this ftx thing that kind of uh, you know in the north well y'all go ahead continue yeah no 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 worries so uh that i mean it was for us it was a no-brainer i know ethereum is is great um, yes. i know at the time uh, you know, it was concerns with like gas and, and some of the other things we were trying to do uh, didn't necessarily fit in with that template. Uh, not only that, but we felt that the the uh, typical trader, investor, uh, you know, whatever terminology you want to use for uh, asset holders on, on Binance uh, was more of a, a better uh, entryway and a, a platform to base our, our use cases off of and, and then extend from there. Um, especially because of, like I said, the, the, the level of education and the level of, of, um, experience of the typical, uh, investor or trader on the Binance smart chain was lower than that of somebody on Ethereum, uh, yes. people on Ethereum were much more savvy. Uh, so for us, yes, you can look at it and say, okay, wouldn't it have been a better idea to go after the savvy investor, but no, uh, for the tools that we're building, we're building things that are designed to target. Uh, not only the 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 more experienced and savvy people, but more so the people that aren't really sure what they're doing and what's going on. So for us, it made more sense to target the newer uh, demographic out there in the in the uh, the DeFi space. Yeah, it definitely makes sense because it is confusing, very very yeah. confusing, and there's a lot of things to keep up with. And the MetaMask also too, I understand why you're using it. MetaMask is a well-known wallet as well, and I'll probably be the most known wallet in uh, in the space. So that's yeah. smart. Um, let, let's dive in on the product, though, and the features and then break down exactly what it is y'all bring to the market. We know y'all looking for yep. onboard and educate new people. Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's two big products that we have right now. One, first and foremost, being the actual token itself. So we have, a like I said, the token on the Binance Smart Chain uh, called Affinity. Uh, that token was uh, the first thing we brought to market. And that uh, is a passive income uh, token in itself. Hey, there, there is. <laughs> we like over here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, in in the uh, the beginning, when you know when we first came on the scene, we were in the midst or, or towards up the trailing end of the bull run, uh, mm -hmm. and then unfortunately, probably about uh, five months after the token was launched and our products were being released, uh, we started to feel the effects of the the bear market uh, that we're hopefully uh, towards the end of at this point. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so when we first came on the scene, the you know, volume was great, everything was going on, 
Uh, we do have with the token itself, uh, I like to refer to it as a distribution. You'll hear about it uh, called a tax or a fee. Um, really, that's in some cases that might be more true than others, but in ours, it's it's very much a distribution. And the way it works is, when somebody purchases the affinity token and they can, and they and they decide to hold our asset, mm-hmm. uh, on the entry there is a four uh, percent uh, distribution fee, or, or like I said, call it a tax, whatever you want, that is applied to that entry. So, uh, for example, $100, uh, $96 of that is going to be passed along to you in the Affinity token. $4 of it is going to be put into the pool. Um, and that what happens with that is about 80, I think it's 86%. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I know we changed it recently since we're developing the bridge. About 86% of that goes right back to every holder in the distribution of either pegged Cardano, um, BUSD stablecoin or affinity token or any combination of the two in a 50-50. So you can go 100% in any of the three that I mentioned, or you can do 50-50 in any combination of those two. Uh, Same thing on the exit. When you were to swap out of the affinity token back into BNB, there is a uh, currently, and this will be drastically reduced in the the next couple months, currently a 15% redistribution. And that is also... um, distributed to the holders in the same exact way in passive income. Okay, I understand. Yep. So uh, uh, like you said, a tax or a, a fee going in and a fee going out, but those fees get collected and redistributed back to the holders. Definitely. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. And, and and I know in this, in this, uh, you know, in this industry, we've always referred to it as a, as a tax, even on our website, I think it still says a tax, yeah. but I was recently talking to, to Zach, who's our, our marketing process. I said, I think personally, uh, it's it's more honest and it's better marketability to refer to it more as a distribution because when you when you think of a tax or a fee, uh, for the most part, a fee you don't get back. It's a fee, right? Like if if I charge you a fee to to get into a concert or something, yeah, you get to see the concert, but you don't get any kind of money back. Uh, same thing with the tax; you might get services back or whatever, but you're not getting that money back. It's gone. Uh, with a redistribution, when when you're collected that that entry or that exit you are getting it back every holder is getting it back just in a different form and it's only a one-time thing so after you do it the first time then if you as long as you just hold the token every time there's entries and exits you're automatically getting that passive income so does it help lower i guess the pressure of selling then that's what i would think because i've been i've been in a uh in a situation like that where it's like it was a 10 percent fee to get out of the token so it made me not want to sell it that, yeah it- exactly and it and it does but you know at the same time it's it's helpful for when things are first being stood up when we when we yep. first created the token uh, we were definitely in the beginning stages of development for our products so the idea was to create that that uh, you know negative pressure on selling, to have that that higher exit tax, but at the same time it does stunt volume. Uh, yes. and, and when you're dealing with these types of passive income tokens, it's a it's a balancing act between what's the redistribution versus uh, you know how much are you hurting volume? Because obviously you have to have volume mm-hmm. to have trading in order to create that passive income. So it does stunt volume. So we're in the process of really creating that balance and bringing things down to a more comfortable level for traders. Okay. Well, let's let's transition a little bit. You mentioned bridge, and as yeah. a guy that talks about Algorand a lot, you know, let's talk. Let's let's slide over to that conversation. So can you Absolutely. break down, 
the bridging factor, what y'all doing in terms of Algorand? You're going from Binance, Smart Chain to Algorand, if I'm correct, right? Yep, absolutely. And, and uh, before we jump into that, let me just explain what uh, ADAPT is, because ADAPT plays a big role uh, gotcha. in, in the, uh, the bridging uh, uh, product. So we, like I said earlier in this conversation, we had uh, this idea to bring ADAPT out to market. And, and really, at the, the most simplest terms, uh, ADAPT was designed to be an easy way for individuals to send uh, assets, cryptocurrency tokens, uh, coins, whatever it may be, uh, across networks, peer-to-peer, business-to-business, uh, without the use of these long, complicated uh, public key wallet addresses. Uh, we use usernames. And to me, it seemed silly at the time. There was uh, really nothing out there that could do that. I know you can set up contact lists in, in say, MetaMask or, or ParaWallet or whatever wallet you're using, uh, but those don't follow you. So as you're changing wallets, there's a lot of people that will use multiple wallets. You'll use, uh, like I said, for Algorand, you might be using uh, ParaWallet. For uh, Binance, you might be using MetaMask or TrustWallet. Um, mm-hmm which Trust Wallet does support Algorand, by the way, in case you didn't know that. Uh, so it, you, can, you, can, you might be using different wallets. So if you're creating a contact list in one, that doesn't follow you to the next wallet. So now you have to react, you know, redo all your contact list. That I do that yeah. with. Yeah, exactly. So what, what uh, ADAPT was designed to do was to, to work with any wallet uh, as, a, as an independent third-party platform where you sign up for an account with Adapt, create your username, and no matter what wallet you connect with, all of your contacts are going to be saved in there. Uh, not only that, but you don't have to input the wallet address. So it's not unlike where, like MetaMask or any other wallet where you have to copy and paste the wallet address in there and then create that contact. You don't have to do that with Adapt. It's simply anybody that has created a, a, a profile on there is in there. So as soon as you get their username, you just add it to a contact, much like you would use Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, or any of those. Uh, mm-hmm. We actually refer to Adapt a lot as the, the Cash App or Venmo of crypto for that reason. Uh, and, and again, it works with any wallet. Uh, to add on top of that, uh, we do have a built-in swapper in there you know, to be able to swap assets, which is a, a great addition to it. But we also have a, another utility in there called Armor. Uh, Armor is something that we, it's part of ADAPT, uh, and really what that does, especially if somebody that likes NFTs, you might find this uh, very interesting. Yep. We're always looking to increase security. All of us on our team have a security background. Um, we all come from a long line of IT security. What Armor does is it allows you to store assets into a smart contract. Everything we do is decentralized, so it is a decentralized smart contract. You store your assets in there. And it is locked behind a two-factor authenticator, that two-factor authenticator being any NFT that you own. So when you say you put in the USD. Like a vault? Exactly. So you're storing your assets in a vault. They do actually leave your wallet and go into a smart contract. And while they're sitting in that smart contract, you, you identify an NFT. You can have a backup wallet and an NFT. And I'll explain why in a second. Yeah, okay. Uh, And then what happens is if your wallet was to get compromised, and I mean even down to if somebody was to get your seed phrase, as long as you moved that NFT that you designated as your two-factor to, say, cold storage or another wallet, they cannot access your funds. 
they need not only the private digital signature, but also that NFT needs to be present in that wallet to withdraw funds. So this so is, is it kind of like uh, I'm thinking the, of Ledger, like in terms yep. of two two factor authentication. So what are those two factors? Is it uh, sorry if I didn't catch nope. it. The two factor is your digital signature, just like you would have for any other transaction you would make on a blockchain. The other yeah. one is the NFT. Okay. So that NFT needs to be present. If you move that out of your wallet, say you designate oh. an NFT and you move it out of there into, into a ledger, if somebody was to go to our Armor platform and try to withdraw your funds, they will get a failed transaction. That makes sense. I used a, a uh, it was a different blockchain. I think Solana, if I use a Whirlpool and then they, it was like an LP, they give you NFT, but if you move the NFT out, you can't unlock the LP again. So similar to that yep, type. Very of similar to that. And, and we have a number of assets that you can use that you can store them and, and, and do all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So we call that Armor. That is also part of the ADAPT platform. Uh, and the ADAPT, uh, what blockchain is, I guess, facilitating that? Yep. So currently, ADAPT is on uh, both uh, Binance Smart Chain uh, and Ethereum. So the Armor plat part of the platform is not available on Ethereum yet, but all of the other features are. Um, we're in the process of bringing more and more on, which brings us into the bridge. Yep. Uh, so as we're looking to expand, uh, again, ADAPT is something we want to bring to every market that we possibly can. Uh, starting with Binance Ethereum, and now we're looking at Algorand. Algorand, as as you know, is a phenomenal uh, blockchain with a lot of potential. Sure yes. Um, right now, it's obviously very, very early on. It's only been out for a few years. Uh, they're still developing a lot of different things. i just seen the Algo kit. The Algo kit for devs uh, just went into beta, I believe, yesterday or today. Yeah, that's, uh, that's huge. Yes. So I actually uh, I pulled the Git uh, this morning. Uh, I'm going to check it out. But, um, you know, there, I've had the privilege of, of speaking to uh, many, many people in the, uh, the, the chain at Algorand. As a matter of fact, the headquarters for the blockchain is about an hour and a half, if that, up the street from me. Uh, so, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, hopefully building that relationship. Right now, we don't have an official partnership or anything like that, so I don't want to give that impression. Um, but I have spoken to um, a lot of individuals, to you know, giving them uh heads up of what we're doing and, and trying to get some collaboration going. Makes so sense. essentially what we want to do is we want to see uh, one of the big things that everybody, I believe, uh, can agree on in the algorithm community is there's not enough marketing. Uh, there's not yeah. enough exposure to algorithm. Marketing, yes. <laughs> no, no. Nah, pretty much uh, absent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we can all agree on that. Anybody that's uh, that's part of that, the, the algorithm uh, community can more than likely agree on that. Um, Binance right now has some of the highest traffic, uh, the, the most transactions that you're seeing on any blockchain, um, you know, right now. You so Binance does? Binance does. Um, and what we want to do is we want to see some of that, uh, some of that excitement, some of that uh, volume, and those holders uh, gain easier access to Algorand. Uh, and, and the only way to do that is through bridges. Um, and right now, I believe there are a couple that are that are set up uh, in the old fashioned uh, bridge standards. Uh, but Algorand has this uh, funny thing called state proofs uh, that have been talked about a lot. And they are incredible. Uh, very, very. Yeah, they absolutely did from a security yeah, standpoint. Algorand does have the best tech. It just doesn't have the most volume in market. There you go. There yeah, you go. There you go. 
there's other good chains out there. Of course, I do. I use a Binance Smart Chain as well. So, yeah, and and Bi- and again, like Binance is great for what it's doing, you yep. know. And there's a lot of other chains that, for what their uh, niche is or their market is, they're doing great things. Algorand has its market, and it needs to be realized. Um, and we want to we want to help do that. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is obviously to help bring uh, volume from other chains and create this this network. And and uh, I think what gets uh, you know what falls on a lot of deaf ears is is the fact that these blockchains are are independent uh these are like legitimate separate networks and the only way they can talk to each other is through bridging um so right now like i said there are a couple uh bridges that are kind of set up in the traditional stance they're pretty slow a lot of them take uh, anywhere between 20 to 45 minutes to make swaps and bridge across uh we're going to be using the algorand state proofs uh, and I believe it is the first implementation of the Algorand state proofs, at least in a bridge. Don't quote me on that, but I'm I'm pretty damn certain it is. Yeah, I haven't uh, heard. Of it. <laughs> so we're we're uh, we're excited to do that. And um, like I said, so we'll be bridging the Binance smart chain to the Algorand chain using the state proofs. Uh, and the way that will work is it'll be utilizing the Affinity token. We'll be launching uh, an Affinity. Um, I believe it's an ASC twenty. Uh, smart contract on the Algorand blockchain and the uh, the bridge, which will be utilized through the ADAPT platform, will uh, allow transactions of, we're going to say right now, approximately one minute. Uh, so it'll take between 30 seconds and one minute to swap your token from the Binance smart chain to the Algorand and vice, vice versa. Um, we're initially going to start with just the Affinity token and we will bridge it out very very soon maybe right at the start so you'll be able to swap the native bsc token uh which is their smart smart chain token for the algorand coin oh that's huge well i'm excited for it um thank you for the explanation let's slowly start to close out when can we expect this product to be launched and when can the algo fam start to tap in yeah vice versa. so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you what's the most exciting thing about this so right now if you're if you're on algorand and binance uh if you want to be involved and again i'm, I'm never somebody that says hey go buy our token i'll chill out token. Yep. it's a product it's DeFi. do what you want to do do your research if it's something you want to be involved in the way the supply is going to work is it's one supply so the current tokens that are available on binance are also going to be the same supply that's available on algorand so if you want to participate, don't wait for our token to launch on Algorand if you have the means, because it's going to be the same supply. If you own, uh, for round numbers, if you own uh, you know, 100,000 affinity tokens on Binance, you, in a sense, own 100,000 tokens on the Algorand side. They're just going to be locked in a vault and let, until you traverse the bridge. So we're not inflating the, uh, the supply at all. It's going to That's be one supply. Move. It's, it's much yeah. easier and it makes more sense to have that one market cap, that one coin that just bridges back and forth. Absolutely. So we're not impl- uh, we're not inflating the supply. It's going to be one supply locked and unlocked on either side. No minting involved. Um, so that's one way you can do that. Uh, we're looking at uh, probably an early March launch. We're going into testing in about two to three weeks. Uh, development right now is happening on the Oracle is about to be wrapped up. Um, and the smart contracts are just about done. We are going to have them reviewed by Jason um, and also the uh, 
the 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 CTO of uh, Algorand. He reached out and said that they would love to review it. So we're gonna, yes, so we're going to submit all of our code, our gits, you know, all of that stuff to them. Have them look them over because we want them. We want that buy-in from them, and that it's their product that they designed. They designed the uh, state proofs. We want them to see it uh, and give us feedback. That's the Makes most sense. important thing. Like I said, we want to make sure it's secure and works to their standards, to our standards, and to everybody out there because it's your money. Uh, one last thing I do want to say, since this is a passive income channel and you're, and you're all about Algorand, I know I've been talking a lot. I apologize, but no, I'm very excited. Uh, so one thing I do want to mention specifically about Algorand and the Affinity Token. You know, go ahead and quote me on this. We are going to be the first quote-unquote reward token on the Algorand smart chain, uh, so Algorand blockchain. What that means is anybody that trades Affinity, whether you come across the bridge or you pick it up on Algorand and you buy and sell it, whatever, you are going to earn Algorand coin passively by holding the Affinity token. Mm, that sounds great. Uh, that was one of the things that got me into Algorand in the first place. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. so okay that's dope well y'all heard it here uh tell the folks where to find y'all whether it's on uh, twitter uh other socials your website token wise yeah. know where to find y'all absolutely so the easiest way to find us and and get all the updates would be twitter uh, which is uh at affinity DeFi. Uh, I believe right now it's still at Affinity BSC. By the time this airs, it, it, we're, we're in the process of rolling everything over as we expand into more DeFi markets. Um, mm -hmm. So it should be at Affinity DeFi. Uh, you can find us on Discord at uh, discord.gg slash Affinity DeFi. Um, also, we do have a Telegram uh, that is Affinity DeFi. So uh, pretty much look for Affinity DeFi anywhere. Uh, currently, our website right now um is affinitybsc.com that will be changing as well we'll have both standing up just in case there's any confusion uh for a period of time but that will also be uh changing to aftny.com which is our ticker afnty.com uh, so those are the best ways to get a hold of us very responsive uh zach runs our our main twitter account he's the C uh, cmo more than happy to, to answer any questions me as well uh reach out anytime most definitely. I appreciate you, Chris. All right. I'm going to slide you off the screen and then I'll do my outro and I'll see you in a moment. Thanks, dude. We'll appreciate it. Most definitely. All right. All right, y'all. You heard it. That was Chris, CEO of the Affinity team. Make sure y'all check that out. We'll put all the links in the descriptions below if you want to go to their website, learn more, uh, get educated on their token and see what else they're dropping. Find them on Twitter and all that info there. So again, this is C. Will with the Passive Income Network, another explosive episode. I am gone.